Welcome into the Sports Insanity Podcast. Let's go completely insane, peeps! What is going on, sports fans? It's Large Patchman Lang here, bringing to you another exciting rendition of the Sports Insanity podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. We're in game 15, top of the fourth. New week, new winning. A lot of shenanigans transpired over the weekend. It was fight night down in the Windy City. We're going to get to that. Uh, shocker over... And the underworld of Australia with the World Cup and the United States women's team losing in penalty kicks. Um, Steve Kerr thinks Jalen Brunson is the um, leader of Team USA men's basketball. So there's that. And like last week, football is back until the middle of February. And we got the first week of regular preseason. It's me and Billy. Billy Boy, Corpus Crispy Murphy, he's here. Everybody else has the night off. So it's just it's me. Old and school night. So it's, uh, it's it's old school night for the first time in a while, I think, here on the podcast. Well, a couple of weeks ago, it was just you and I. It was just you and me, yeah. But you know, this this will probably be a recurring thing on Mondays right now. So it's technically actually old school night since our old radio show used to be on Mondays at. I think it was three o'clock in the afternoon. Three, yep, like three, uh-huh. three thirty. I think we went, we went for like an hour. I, I still, I still have memory, even though it's foggy at times. I still have a good memory, just like when my show used to be on Fridays from four thirty to five thirty, and I was the last show of the um the day, oh, second to last show before um album of the week. So I, I was the last regular live show. The album of the week was pre-recorded, though. Remember? Yeah. Oh, album of the week was pre-recorded. So I was saying I was the last live show of the week. And then the last show of the week was um, album of the week, or I think it was yeah, album of the week. Yeah, I and thought. and the thing is, the funny thing is here before we get down to business, is that you is that our podcast we record on both Mondays and Fridays here. So mm. to have to have my other radio show back, I to have that back, that would have been cool. But we don't we we don't live in a world where I can play music just religiously and talk i'm not i'm not a radio show host i'm a podcast guy well we evolved into podcast host yeah we you know we all evolved in podcast. never thought you know i would be doing a podcast i was like yeah i'll listen to podcasts i probably can't do one and now i do like 85 yeah i do like you know i do this i do the i do this i do the um when it's you know, I do the thing with JT Superview Show. JT, shout out to you, good buddy, and you know the other stuff here. So we never thought we'd be doing this. No. All uh, right, but we're not here to reminisce and talk about ourselves. No, that no, that's for the last episode ever, which Before hopefully won't be for a very very long time. You never know. All right, we're gonna get down to business. We're gonna get you know to the. The juicy story first from the weekend. Uh, me and Rifkin talked about it yesterday during the live rendition of Batter Up on YouTube. 
But, you know, here on the podcast, we still got to talk about it because the remnants of the fight of fight night um, have emerged. Tim Anderson is now suspended for six games for the fight, and Jose Ramirez um, gets out with a three-game suspension of people living under a rock. Um, <laughs> this past weekend, after, let's see here, after I believe it was Ramirez's um, slide in the second base into shortstop Tim Anderson, um, little jabber jabber was thrown, a little poke was thrown, and then all of a sudden it was like we were watching a hockey fight. Um, Glove down, um, square up, and then um, Anderson ate a right hook from Ramirez. Anderson went down. Greatest call ever from um, radio broadcast home where down goes Anderson, down goes Anderson. And, you know, actually the juiciest thing, minus the trade deadline and probably Domingo Herman's perfect game. This is probably the most exciting thing to happen this season with also Shohei Otani watch, you know, minus him, but this is actually like the most juiciest thing to happen this season. There's scruffles in the MLB where, you know, pushing and shoving occurs. And then, you know, you got old school rivalry, like the Yankees and the Red Sox where, you know, um, Don Larson just are not Don Larson. um, Who got thrown to the ground, Bill? Help me refresh my memory. Don Zimmer. Don Zimmer. Thank you. Got my, um, my Don's mixed up. Um, Don Zimmer gets thrown to the ground by Pedro. But other than that, you know, this is the most exciting thing I think to happen this MLB season. Oh, I think so too. I think so too. (laughs) You know, it's just like, you know, it's like, all right, you know, based uh, as, you know, weekend of sports, you know, you got World Cup, you got, uh, you got World Cup, you got NFL preseason, you know, this didn't happen on a preseason game night. But, you know, you got NFL getting ready to kick off, you know, Women's World Cup's going on overseas. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, hang on a minute here. There's a fight, an actual fight, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, this, just, I watch him, like, yikes. It's just, it just shows you, you know, at any second, you know, anything can break out. But I think no one expected someone to eat a right hand and then go down. And, and, and honestly, you know, this is kind of like light suspensions as well. It's like, all right, no, fine, six games, three games. I know. Yeah, like, would you want someone thrown out for the rest of the season? You, I mean, I, I mean, you know, hockey, you know, you, you get, um, you get five minutes in the penalty box for fighting. So, you know, the NHL has that rule where it's okay, you know, okay, get the fight, go, go sit in the box, cool down, come back out, you're fine. I was talking with this with Rifkin. I'm like, you know what? Maybe we just need a way for fights to happen in the MLB where it's just, hmm. you know, it's your fist and then boom, you know, if you go down, the fight's over. Okay, no big deal. If you guys pull each other down, all right, fight's over. You know, Yump just gets in there, breaks it up. And, uh, you know, in a alternate universe or um, parallel universe theory, you know, that happens in, you know. It's the norm in baseball, but, you know, the baseball purists out there would be like, no, no fighting in baseball. This is a man's sport where we don't fight. Oh, oh, Patchy, this is a gentleman's sport. We don't fight here. Hmm. I am saying that with my glasses on because I am now a member of the elite class. Yes, we no fighting in baseball. Go enjoy your caviar and cricket. Yes, because there's no fighting in cricket. Do you think there's fighting in cricket? Uh, 
maybe. Um, also, um, suspensions emerging from this fight. Um, Emmanuel Clace was um, for um, for his part in there. He's the Cleveland closer and also suspended for one game where managers Pedro uh, Pedro Griffel and um, Terry Francona as well from the Guardians and third base coach um, um, Mike Starberg. So all of them yeah. suspended. All of them get suspended in one game for you know their involvement because they were yelling and screaming at each other. You know what? Excitement. I will let them yell and scream. What the heck? Yeah, yell and scream. You know, hey, I, I wish Aaron Boone would show this enthusiasm on the on the side. Started on him. He gets ejected. He he was get at one point. He was getting ejected like every five minutes. I, I believe. Um, I think it. Who was? I think it was the Blue Jays manager this past weekend who got suspended in the lineup exchange. I, I it might be the Blue Jays manager. I forget, but somewhere I saw somewhere someone got ejected for a lineup exchange, and you know jibber-jatter from the umps from the other night for calling a terrible game. Don't hold me to that. Dan, if you can find it. Uh, hold on, I'm going to look it up right now. I will. In line up exchange. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was last year. Okay, that was last year. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, you have that. Also, you know, that, that I mean, that I know think we never talked about that but you know even that happened last year you know like how can you get suspended during a lineup exchange like the most anticlimactic part of the game i mean in a lineup exchange who knows there's always jibber jabber and you get thrown out not suspended thrown out of the game not suspended god bless major league baseball i i, I but yeah the fight like tim anderson wow <laughs> This this was like pre-fight night before the UFC card or the um Jake Paul Jake Paul Nate Diaz fight. Like, like I didn't give watch me, that fight, so well neither did I. I was too busy watching SummerSlam. But yeah, that's the um Yeah, that's the fight there. And at the I I I think um McAfee was talking about it on his show. It was it was more like it was more like a slap fist almost. It wasn't a full closed fist punch where like how 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 Batista ate him a right hand a couple years ago. But like even Batista took that right hand like a champ and stood up and tried to keep fighting. But like Anderson just like he ate it and then it was like well, done. Well, and then Ramirez just backed off. I'm like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, or you even look at uh whatchamacallit, or even look at like with Tim Anderson last year when he got into it with Josh Donaldson. Remember that? Yes. Oh, Josh. Oh, Josh. That was an that was interesting last year. And then uh, I think it was um, Ramirez got a standing O. I think a standing ovation the next game, even though he wasn't playing. He was playing like all parties were playing the next game because you know suspensions weren't hun- um, handed out yet. But it was like he got the standing O of the night. So shout out to him. <laughs> so uh, good for you know what? Good, good for some spark finally. You know, I, I wish other teams would show this type of spark. Absolutely. I feel like I, I love baseball, but I feel like the games could just be very uneventful. Well, I mean, now well, well, now that we're in the pitch clock era, where you know baseball actually has a pace of play now, where it's not we're dragging out for eight hours on the. Uh, like an eight-hour workday, it's just like, oh, 
baseball is actually, you know, pace of play, you know, fine. You know, there's been a pace of play for years, but a, a real pace of play. And it, a real it, pace it, of play. It, it, it just shows, you know, that the tiniest little thing will spark something and then boom, it's like hell, hellfire and primstone on them on the diamond. More fighting in baseball. Me and Rifkin talked about that. Just a little more. You don't have to go like all out. There has to be a fight every game. But, you know, if, if it's called for two people square up, you know, obviously protect yourself and all that hoopla. But, you know, if the person the person you're fighting goes down, you just back up, fight's over, and then that's it. You're you're both ejected. We'll, we'll go that. You're both ejected from the game. But, you know, a suspension does not have to be handed out. I can agree with you on that. In some way, you know, it, it, you know, obviously it might ignite it. It'll get the crowd into it. just like it does in hockey games, you know, obviously in football, that's a little bit different. You know, you really don't, obviously we've seen the fights happen in football where people take off their helmets and try to bash other people with them that are not with their helmet on and basketball, you, you have scuffles in basketball, but that's basketball because, you know, you rake the eye or something, you trip them or something, then it's a hissy fit in a, yeah, I want to start a. I wanted to do this at hockey games, but any things that sort of fight, I want to start a kick his ass chant. Would you get behind that? Uh, I, I, I wouldn't say kick his ass. I would say like uh, maybe beat his ass, what, or, or beat him up or something like that. And beating. What's the difference? I mean, I, I, I mean, I mean, the people that are facing the plexi, you know, they're, they're banging on the glass to get the crowd into it so I beat guess his right. ass beat his ass if i yes. if you're sitting next to me at a say a rangers game and i started chanting that would you join in or am i on my own on that one i mean if you're facing my team i'm not i'm not chanting beat his ass because i'm gonna room for my player to beat your player's ass oh we could just won't be cheated chanting beat his ass we're just chanting for different players <laughs> yeah so um, suspensions hand, suspensions handed out in the tim anderson um ramirez fight good energy moving on across the pond down yonder in the underworld um well the women of the united states um soccer team will not be winning the world cup because they had a early exit after making the round of 16 they lost to sweden 5-4 in penalties is this a shocker bill it is a bit of a shocker because, you know, women's team, they won two cups in a row. We're thinking this one was going to be the third one. And then, like, just how they miss it just by a millimeter. Just by a millimeter. This is, oh, they lost by a millimeter, meaning it just got in by Sweden. Sorry, I misinterpreted that. I just watched the video, too. But, yeah, this is a shocker to the, to the U.S. women's team. And, you know, shocker to the U.S. women's team, a shocker to the, you know, and, but, you know, hey, still a valid effort by the ladies. Well, it, it, it was kind of interesting because the women almost didn't even get out of the round of 16. They, they squeaked out, you know, a win, <laughs> squeaked out a win, I think, to make it in. It was like it was like the, the the cracks in the ceiling were with the United States women team almost, and then you know they get an upset around um, upset against Sweden, and it's like well, 
And it's weird because, you know, political, um, what's that? Um, I wouldn't say political agenda, political beliefs with some of the women in the United States women team. It's like yes. s- some fans were like uh, justice, you know, that's karma. Yeah, I was reading some up on that. And I just want to say, I, I just want to say, I read some stuff that was just awful. One of them coming from our former president, just saying things like, you know, saying, oh, nice shot there. And say America's going to hell in a handbasket over that. I'm like, and then somebody, and then, and then Max Miller, a Ohio Republican said, quote, the majority of them refused to sing the national anthem. They made no one proud. And like, yeah, well, yeah, well people, you know, people tweet stupid things sometimes and, and say stupid things without thinking logistically. And, you know, listen, we're not a political podcast. We try not to get into politics here. But when they cross into our world, unfortunately, we have to acknowledge it. Um, but I, I, I think it's not most players. I, I think most of it's just directed at uh, Megan Rapone. Yeah, Megan Rapini. Yeah, it, it, everything's mainly, I think, just thrown at her because of um, her speaking out again, uh, speaking out with her beliefs. You know, it's also it was also her last World Cup. She will be retiring from U.S. Um, soccer play. But but it, I, I think most of it just goes towards Rapini for just for her beliefs. I think most i think most of the other team i think people can i wouldn't say care less about but they're not gonna outlash against them they're gonna go after her more and yeah and yeah by the way that tweet by our former president was directed at megan rapini that's how you say her name right rapini yeah megan rapini and listen i just want to say to the people who are doing that knock it off just knock it off Grow the hell up. Get off Twitter. Or I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. X. I still think that's a stupid name for the platform, but. Can't wait for Elon versus um, Zuckerberg. Side note. But anyway. Grow up. Just grow up. Stop tweeting. Because, you know, as my mother always say, those people who act all tough on social media, they're just, they're just trying to look big and brave. So I think it's just absolutely disgusting that they went to this. And listen, ladies, you should be proud of what you've done. Didn't end the way you wanted it to, but you know what? That's okay. You still do better than the men still do better than the men and that's why i'm glad the women got equal pay so yeah but it is a heartbreaker for the u.s it's a heartbreaker but as the old saying goes there's always the next world cup see you in four years see you in four years in or is it four years now what's that 20 2024 2028 Why internet don't fail me now?
the internet. It doesn't fail us. Yeah, sometimes the internet fails you. Uh, where is it going to be? Come on, internet work for 2020. You want me to look? No, uh, I think we have, and it looks like, looks like we don't have it. Uh, look, hang on, here it is, boom. Uh, oh, bids, uh, bids for the, oh, it looks like there's some bids for the 2020 FIFA World Cup. Where's it looking? Uh, let's see here, we got, let's see here, Belgium, Germany, and the Netherlands have built, bid for it. South Africa has, Brazil. Um, I think uh, the men, uh, actually the Mexico and the United States have bid bid for it, and then your couple countries that have withdrew from it were Chile, um, and then there was a Denmark, Finland, Iceland, Norway, and Sweden group, and Italy. So those are all your withdrawal bids, but looks like there's no host yet for the 2027 World Cup. So what we'll to wait on that? So now we wait. Yes. How about that? No, I heard something outside. What the hell is whistling outside my my house? Whatever. I'm supposed to get some weather up here. I don't know if you guys have. Maybe it's um maybe it's Bigfoot. <laughs> it, All right. It's Bigfoot riding the Loch Ness monster. Yes. All right. Moving forward. Uh Steve Kerr, you know, Team USA men's basketball head coach sees Jalen Brunson, you know, New York Nick, one of our favorite New York Knicks here on the network for, for Nick fans here on the network, you know, uh, as a natural leader. So hmm. that's interesting coming from Mr. Kerr. So it's kind of cool to see that, you know, it's been a while since we've seen a natural leader, I would say. You know, obviously, you know, big time former leaders, you know, like Michael Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. Obviously, you know, that's in the past and we're in the future right now. And it's good to see a New York Nick in that conversation. Oh, absolutely. It says right here, quote, I think Jalen is a natural leader, Kerr said, quote, because he's a point guard. He immediately comes to mind. He's the one who's leading the one, two, three USA chant. Some guys just, it just comes naturally to them. But we've got a great group. There's leadership that comes from a lot of them. It's fun to see. Yeah, so it's good to see, you know, the young, the new generational um, USA men's team, you know. Obviously, you know, we've... Lived in a good era for, you know, men's basketball here in the States with, you know, like Kobe, LeBron, Carmelo, KD. Just to name a few, you got Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, you know, just a you know, plethora of talent over here. But, you know, the new generation is going to take over finally. Because as you get older, you kind of wonder if your body well, can go the distance in the Olympics. You slow down a little bit. You slow down just a hair. Or a um, patch. The torch has been passed to a new generation of basketball players. I'm sure that's what Jack was talking about. Uh, probably. You never know. You never know what JFK was thinking. 
<laughs> but um but yeah um but yeah Brunson is going to emerge as a new leader in the for the FIBA World Cup which is this month I think right yes the FIBA Cup when does that start oh FIBA oh FIBA well let's see here wasn't prepared for that one uh that's why editing exists thank god in the internet uh let's see here FIBA 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 Okay, they they start August twenty fifth. Oh boy, if nothing, does nobody do something stupid in celebrating like um, our favorite closer from the Mets, <laughs> Edwin Diaz? Uh, poor Edwin Diaz. No, sorry, sorry, I'm old ops guy and pun master. If you're listening. God bless. God bless. God bless him. <laughs> God bless, you know. But, you know, FIBA will be going on, but other people will be drawn to the other sport that's returning or is in the process of returning. You mean the one that is going to grace our Sundays from September to February? Uh, you know, it, it's already gracing us from last week, even though it was just a preseason game to say hall of fame game between the jets and the browns and somehow was they were trying to be like the super bowl with uh the niners and the ravens with the power going out football no regular football's season. coming baby football well uh, football is here my friend it's just football the reg- is here the regular season's approaching us september 7th but you know here this week on august 10th preseason Houston and New England, Minnesota, Seattle, but you know, those are not me and Bill's teams. We can talk about them a little bit. You know, we can always talk about Mac Jones and the Patriots, Mr. Glassjaw, Geno Smith in Seattle. But you know, our teams play on Friday. You know, my beloved Packers play against the Bengals. Jordan Love's going to get some playing time. So it'll be good to see him play and get the, um, get the arm ready for the regular season since he is the starting QB. And then Bill's beloved New York Giants go against soft a finally tuned Detroit Lions, you know. Obviously, you know, we're not going to probably see much of any of the Giants stars. We're not going to see – we're not going to see Daniel Jones play. We're not going to see Saquon play. We probably won't see them play till maybe preseason week two where they play a couple drives and then maybe preseason week three, they play one quarter. Other than that, we won't probably see them until the regular season. Yeah. I don't want to see them get injured. I don't want to see them get injured. If they sit out the preseason, then they sit out the preseason. I I would say at least play a little bit of preseason. You got to get a little bit of the rust off. You don't want to go cold Turkey in the week one. Very few players actually do that. Um, I E. Um, case in point, uh, Aaron Rodgers and uh, the now second-time retired Tom Brady. Two-time retiree Tom Brady. Other than that, uh, your rest of your preseason uh, matchups on Friday are Atlanta-Miami. You won't probably see much out of Tua. Um, Pittsburgh-Tampa, Washington-Cleveland. Tampa Bay, you got, a, you got Baker Mayfield maybe playing a little bit. Uh, Denver, Arizona, 
not much coming out of there. Indy, you got a rookie QB out of there against Buffalo. Tennessee and Chicago, the Jets and the Panthers. Jacksonville and Old Ops guys, beloved Dallas Cowboys. Pittsburgh and Baltimore, Los Angeles and the Battle of the L.A.s and SoFi, um, Chargers and Rams. Rams. And, yep, and then Sunday, uh, you got a little 1 p.m. matchup between the Chiefs and the Saints. And then 4 p.m., you got the Niners and the Raiders. All excitement. It's preseason, you know. I'm going to watch a little preseason. I watched a little bit of the Hall of Fame game. You know, it's just, you know, just a little bit to ease the mind. Like, it's football. Yeah, well, to me, I don't really watch a lot of preseason. Preseason, you well, preseason football, you get to see the rookies play a little bit more, and then you you get yeah, to see. Like, I'll watch. You get like, to if the Giants are playing, I'll turn it on. And, but yeah, it's just a sign that football is finally here. And since the Giants are playing Lions, did you hear that for the first time in over twenty years, Ford Field is sold? Every home game is yeah. sold out in Ford Field. Oh, that, that that's yeah. All the preseason tickets were sold for into in Ford's Field. Good for good for the Lions, you know. I I, I bash the Lions, you know. I bash the NFC North a little bit. Ooh, you're a Packer fan. Well, so. I'm a Packer fan, and I had 20 years of Aaron Rodgers, so you know. Well, well, okay. Well, maybe more like maybe 15 because I wasn't a Packer fan really that much in 05 when he got drafted i really made that switch in 0910 when the packers won the super bowl so you know i got i i had lots of years of aaron Rodgers. we'll put 20 years of him huh 20 well me 10 but you know uh, 14 14 14 four, 14 years roughly of aaron Rodgers. you know i didn't get the other six you know a little bit of brett Favre. Just because, you know, Brett Favre I had on my fantasy team when I first started doing fantasy football, so, you know. Yeah, and you know what Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers have in common? I mean, one Super Bowl each. Oh, yeah. Their last pass as a Packer was an interception. Oh, good for them. They got both of them. And and then they ended up both going to the Jets. Uh, I shouldn't attack the Jets. Danny Boy Reginald's not here to defend himself, so... Don't worry, Danny boy. In 20 years, you get Jordan Love, probably. <laughs> He's probably getting his Love jersey ready. Probably. Other but. than that, you know, other than that for football, you know, other other exciting things are just fancy football. Hey, our draft is three weeks from today. Ah, three weeks from today. The I think it's the fourth year of it's the fourth, no, third year. No, fourth. Fourth year. Fourth year of the sports insanity. Podcast slash network football, fantasy football league. I'm hopefully going to win it this year and not come in second, you know. Because of what happened to uh, that person, but we're glad he's okay. Events that unfolded caused a finalization of the championship game, even though I think Big Al Hotown said that we were co-champions. Technically, he won, so he's technically the champion of the league. So, we'll see. It's going to be a fun year. I love, you know, and Ashley, the league's expanded to 12 teams this year, too. Yeah, we're going to have some first-timers this year. Yeah, well, we got we got Miss Allie Wiener from Face her, Turn. Her first, my dear, dear friend, it's her first time ever playing fantasy football, so. Well, usually, usually when people play fantasy the first time, they get dumb luck and they win it all. 
Allie, yeah. we wish you the best. We wish you the best of luck. And the twelfth team will be revealed soon because the- I'm just waiting for them to join. Because I sent them the info, and I'm just waiting for them to join. The twelfth man is a secret. I- I'm already locked in, right? Yes, Bill. Yeah, you're you're grandfathered in. The the rundown for our let's see. I oh, I look at that. I have to pull that right there. I got to get on the person too. I want them to join soon. Um, your rundown for this year's league is myself, Bill, Big A, Bill's brother, Dan, Rifkin, Sir Eric Ford, Ross Mason, Old Ops guy, my friend, Matt Conley, who, you know, is our resident Ravens, um, resident Baltimore fan with the Ravens and the O's, Rifkin, and Miss Allie and a 12th team that will be joining soon. You're just keeping this a secret, aren't you? Absolutely. I made him do it. So we know it's a he. Yeah, it's a he. Or I could just be um, pulling your chain or pulling your cord. and It could be a cat. It's probably a cat. It's the... I need a good example here. It's the ghost of Christmas past. Oh, come on. It's only August. <laughs> Listen, somewhere, somewhere in alternate universe, Mariah Carey is defrosting from her frozen slumber. And, you know, my grocery store already has Halloween candy out. So, <laughs> so uh, probably in about three months, she'll, she'll probably come out of her frozen slumber. Uh, November 1st, she'll be out of her frozen summer. As soon as Halloween flips over to November 1st, and then people are just like, cash bus. But anyway, but yeah, I cannot wait for. I'm gonna. How many fantasy leagues are you gonna be in this year? Oh, let's. Well, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Let me go. I am in right now. I'm starting. I'm trying to get another league off with my job. So let's see here. One, two, three, four, five. I have six Yahoo, and I think I've done two ESPN ones so far. I'm up to eight. I'm at. I think I'm in two leagues on ESPN, so I'm at ten right now. And then, and then, plus, I'm the co-manager of my mother's teams. So, technically, 12 I'm up to right now. Well, I'm going to be – I'm going to be in at least three fantasy football leagues. Wow. At least three. Um, our league, my brother's league, and a friend of mine has a league, so – I still have one of my crew. I still think I came up with one of my best names ever this year so far. Ball in a cup. And just funny story. So sorry I'm going on a tangent here. Um You're fine. Funny story. Um, you remember my very good friend Justin, don't you? Absolutely. Justin, if you're listening, shout out, pal. Um, I was because we were talking about it. I said August 28th, do not bug me. Let me guess your fantasy draft. And I'm like, yes, goes, you know what? I'm just going to purposely call you and tell you some Marvel news that, and I'll say, well, can't you just tell me through text going, no, it's going to be stuff I have to explain over the phone. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And that's when I just hang up and shut my phone off. Uh, don't worry. We won't be, we won't be live. Then I will just be in the room hanging out. I thought we were going live for it. Or... No, I'm going live. I'm not going live this year for 12 teams. 12 teams will be there forever. Oh, we're going to be there all night long, aren't we? Oh, uh, no. No. Okay, so, anyway, football's here. 
Fantasy draft in three weeks. The redemption of hopefully Patchman comes. Let's hope it happens. Fingers crossed. If not, there's always next year. Then there's always next year. There's always next year. I got to fix a few things in our fantasy league anyway. So I that's... Love fantasy baseball, I think fantasy football is better. Uh, fantasy baseball is way too long. Give me fantasy football. I I, I always say I'm going to pay attention this year in fantasy baseball. Fantasy I have basketball. been paying attention, so. With, with working 48 hours a week, I just like, you know what? I don't care. Let, let, let it ride, as the old saying goes. I, I, pay, I pay attention to fantasy football because I can set my lineup Wednesday for Thursday, and then once Saturday evening hits or Sunday morning when I'm up having my cup of coffee and my bagel, I can go, okay, these players are out. I'm going to swap them out, and then I really don't pay attention till Sunday night football. Hey, perf- I always set my – I try to set my lineup like Wednesday night. I said it. I said. I said it Wednesday for Thursday. If I have Thursday players, and then I will pay attention throughout the weekend. And then Sunday morning, if there's any late scratches at like you know when they start announcing them at noon, okay, I swap everything out. And then I'm that guy. If I'm winning after Sunday night football, I bench my other players to secure my win. So you secure the win. I. You know, it's people can call it. Uh, D-bag move, but it's a smart strategy-wise because if you're in a money league, wins are important. I know. And, and also, you know, if you're against a friend and you want bragging rights, you're, you're going you're gonna to take the old um, Eddie Guerrero way out and cheat to win. Even though it's not cheating, you're, you're being strategic. Absolutely. Think about, think about that. You, doing that. you do that in a championship game, you're you're up by like ten, and then you're like, okay, you know, if you got a running back or a wide receiver going, they get the ball, they start running, they fumble it, you lose points there, and obviously, if it happens again, you lose more points. It's like, no, you you want that secure victory win. Absolutely. So, football's here. Three more weeks of the fantasy draft. We're very excited. Yes, we're very excited. With that said, top of the fourth, game 15 is concluded here on the Sports Sandy. Oh, we got to talk about Rondon. Uh, Rondon, uh, you know what? He got hurt. You know, he shouldn't have came back. Just stayed you know, in the This mind. is just, you know, because when they when the Yankees first got Rondon, mm-hmm. I was excited. I'm thinking, okay, we got Cole, we got Rondon, we got Nestor. We're going to be fine. We're not fine. No, no. Be, saying we're not fine is an understatement. This is just... You know what? Here's the short version. You want the long version? Go listen to Bomber's banter. You know, Patchy, I literally have no energy to rant about this team anymore. <laughs> Trust me. I, I keep saying the, the, the 500 train is coming and under. I just have no energy to yell and scream about this team anymore. Um... Uh, you, you you haven't had much to on yet. I mean, you you could say go ahead. Oh, you know, you guys really have that much to you know. I mean, the the saving. I I mean, even though we wish him the best when he's taking care of his problems. I mean, the exciting thing for the Yankees this year was was Herman throwing a perfect game. Yes, and we you know, with his best. problem, um, you know, we wish him the best and hope he gets the, the best. Needs. You know. Get get the help you need, my man. Baseball will be here for you. And 
Yeah, but ju- and just like the other thing with Rendon getting injured, and then you got, you know, with the whole thing that, and we talked about this on the Friday show with Rizzo, this team is a dumpster fire. I mean, if, if you're looking at the last 10 for the Yankees, four and six, their run differential is plus four right now. And they're, and they're four games over 500. And, you know, they're, they're battling the Red Sox right now for last place. And, and, ju- and just to go off run differential, Baltimore is plus 75, Tampa Bay is plus a 147, and Boston's a plus 26. And looking at the rest of the American League, the Yankees have the lowest plus run differential, and the next one closest to them are the Angels, who are plus 11. And after that, you've got a – it's the Red Sox, plus, one, uh, plus 26. It's like, what's going on? It's, it, I wouldn't say it's comical. It's comical to – Everybody else in baseball, because everyone loves watching the Yankees suffer. And it's, it, it's more not watching the Yankees suffer. It's more watching the fan base suffer. I because, the, because, because the fit, uh, there's diehard Yankee fans. There's the gloating Yankee fans. There's the bandwagon Yankee fans. And then there's just the average Yankee fan. And, you know, it's, Yankee fans as a whole get it, but it's if other people that ha- that don't like Yankee fans, if they can just give it to the bandwagon ones because the bandwagon ones are the ones that beat their chest with the 27 rings, the diehard ones will say when the Yankees suck, the Yankees suck. My mother's a perfect example. My, my, you're a perfect example. Dan's a perfect example. My mother's a perfect example because when she'll say when the Yankees suck, the Yankees suck, and she'll admit that, and she yeah. she won't sugarcoat it. No, because there's people I know who pull out the 27 rings. Yes, we, 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 as a die, we, I'm a diehard Yankee fan. I hate those kind of fans. That, that's what gives the Yankee fan a bad rep. Like, no, when I, I don't live, I'm a diehard Yankee fan. You've known me for over a decade, but I don't live in the Yankee fan bubble. About the third of my life I've known you almost. Oh, right. Scary. Oof. Uh, Oof. Um, Love you too, buddy. But anyway, love you too, buddy. <laughs> but anyway, um, but you know, I don't live in the Yankee fan bubble. You've heard me back on SIH when we were in college, and you hear me here when they suck. I admit they suck. And and yeah, also what you said about the Red Sox. Funny story. My cousins, my. I was at a grad party this weekend and one and I actually have family in Red Sox Nation. How shocking is that? And that makes for a good conversation around the holidays. But anyway, my cousin Patrick, Patrick, if you're listening and I know you are, um, he is a huge Red Sox fan. You know, he's your standard, you know, Red Sox, Patriots, Celtics, Bruins. And I come in, I, I'm holding a beer in my hand. I'm like, Patrick, let's just admit it. We both suck. And we clinked. I mean, looking at the rest of the month for the Yankees, they're in a series right now with the White Sox. They're in a series against the Marlins after that. You know, a, a, two series where they should easily, I wouldn't say sweep, but they should easily go like four and two. Easily oh, go- 
You know, you know how the Yankees are in series. They should win. Well, 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 this season we'll say they are pretty subpar. And then, you know, they got the Braves for three. You know, obviously, if you get they, they should get one out of that one. Two is, hey, good job. And three is like, oh, my goodness, we can maybe do this. Hey, and then the, they, t- they took they split with the Astros. So, yes. Then, you know, they got Boston, their, their old-time rival. Then you got my team, who for some reason has caught wind, um, fire in a windstorm lately this month, starting the month off hot. Getting a series are, we, are you and I going to be doing some banter during that series, or it's not even worth it anymore? Uh, well, thank God, you know, we, uh, uh, maybe the Monday before, and then maybe if I decide to join for Friday SIP, then maybe we can go at each other. So... With that series, the Yankees should win two out of three because my team is abysmal. If it was a weekend series, dude, I'd I'd be getting tickets for that game and we'd be going. Uh, I would call out of work one day. Thank God people don't know where I work. People just know know I'm a seafood manager. That's about it. People that are listening that know where I work, and then they know. Do not tell people where he works. Do not tell people where I work. And then after that, you got a three-game series against the Ray. We know how the Rays are doing this year. And then you finish off a four-game series against Detroit. And, you know, Detroit, you know, is Detroit baseball right now. Detroit baseball just can't catch a break. They're, they're celebrating the life of Cabrera right now as he rides off into the sunset. So, celebrating his life. He's not dead. Celebrating his career. Yeah, because when we say we celebrate the life, that means someone has died. Well, not necessarily. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's gonna be a rough month. Um, see what happens, and you'll be hearing me having a coronary on Bomber's banter, probably. If you hear the earth shaking in like Westchester, towards Westchester, and then South Dutchess County, you know it's Bill exploding in anger. Yeah, I remember one time, and before we go here. It was the uh, 2018 Yankee Red Sox playoff series. Um, my old boss, my boss at the time, he said to me, if I see a mushroom cloud coming from Dutchess County, I know it's you. And I'm like, oh, that, w- that was what the one game that, that was the wild card game, right? No, it was the ALDS. Oh, the ALDS. Oh, no, uh, no, that was because they, they play them in a wild card game too, right? A couple of years. 2021. Ago, right? Yes. Okay. So funny story about the 2021 one. I I was it was a Tuesday night I remember it was league night at Bowling we're all Bowling League and Yankee games on I'm like oh, I gotta watch the Yankee game tonight come on let's all just focus people let's just focus on Bowling and have ourselves a good time no everyone's got to watch the Yankee game of course you know the team I bowl with is all Yankee fans and then obviously you know Yankee I, I think the Yankees went up and then the Red Sox just throttled them the rest of the way and I'm like thank you God these people. People can shut up for the rest of the month. Oh, are they the ones who pull out the 27 rings? Um, my team, some Yankee fans in the league I bowl in, yes, pull that kind of pull that card. But the teammates that um, I bowl with are, are true Yankee fans. They'll, they'll go, oh, you know, X, Y, and Z did good this month. No, they're playing terrible this month. They need to trade this person, get rid of this person, trade them for this person. And then, you know, they were all there for me in 2019 when I was having my coronary in the World Series. <laughs> yeah, that seems so long ago. 
2019 seems so long ago because, you know, we, we went through a global pandemic. Thunder's rumbling outside my room now. Yeah, so... Yeah, Listen. so that's pretty much it, huh? That, Sorry, that, folks, we went on a bunch of tangents here. Hey, tangents, smangents, who cares? Top of the fourth, game 15 is concluded here. Um, bottom of the fourth will be this Friday, then probably sometime Saturday morning. You know the drill. Go to our website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com to keep up with all the blogs. YouTube Sports Insanity Network to keep up with all the vlogs and live shows and past shows that have been live. Socials, SIN Real, SIN Real Insanity for the podcast. SIN Real is the network. Other than that, I am Lawrence Patchman Lang. I am Bill Corpus Crispy Murphy. And you have been listening to the Sports Insanity podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. Danny Boy Reginald should hopefully be back later this week, along with the Pun Master. And like we said in the beginning of the show, Mondays going forward will probably just be me and Bill for a while which is nothing wrong with that. That just makes it like old times and hopefully we don't kill each other through TV screens. You know monitors. what? The benefit of us doing it over Zoom is we can't physically kill each other. And physically, since I control the room, I can send Bill in the waiting room if I feel like it to cool down. Be like, Bill, sit in the corner. Yeah, Bill, it'll, 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 it'll be like the olden days where actually I still have the power to mute you too. I have the power to mute Bill, just like in the olden days when I used to mute his mic in the radio station. So, uh, so we... We, we can go really old school, so. Stay safe and take care. And say goodnight to your mama. Mama loves you. Say goodnight to your papa as well, because papa loves you too. What's going on, everyone? Lawrence Patchman Lang here, president of the Sports Insanity Network, just reminding you to go to our website, Network, where you can read everyone's blogs here on the network and also find about the history of the Sports Insanity Network.